Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first official episode of the 52-Bit Podcast. My name is Nita. I don't have an intro, so this is going to be fun. For those of you who don't know me in real life, this is a bit that I am committing to for the next 52 weeks to put out a podcast episode every Friday, because why not? This first week, we're going to be starting with family newsletters. But before we get into that, I just want to talk a little about what this podcast is, the rules behind it, and basically the system that we're going to use. So as I said, every Friday, there is going to be a new episode that's going to drop. Uh, it's going to be on a topic that either you or I or both of us want to talk about. So feel free to tell me anything you want to hear about and we'll talk about it. That'll be the main topic for every episode. And then we'll also have a sidebar We'll just talk about whatever else is on your mind. If anyone has any small questions, if I have any small questions about the world, that's what will happen in the sidebar. And that's basically the setup of the episodes. The episodes are required to be at least 15 minutes long. They don't have an intro or an outro yet. I might get those eventually, but we'll see what happens. So far, not happening. If any of this isn't met, if I don't end up uploading an episode, or if it's shorter than 15 minutes, uh, we'll figure it out when we get there, but I think there should be a punishment. Uh, not anything bad, but like maybe I'm required to do two podcasts or maybe I'm required to do something you guys want me to do, like make a cheeseburger, uh, backwards or something. I don't know, but we'll talk about it. We'll see if there are any viewers, what they want to see, but episodes will happen once a week on Friday. This one should be happening on January 1st. Happy 2021, everyone. It will hopefully be better than 2020. We'll see what's going on. Uh, but welcome to the new year with me. Obviously, I'm filming this before 2020 has ended because I can't film, cut, and put up a video all in one day on January 1st, even though I don't have work. I think that would be a lot. Um, but I just want to welcome you to whatever your 2021 is. Uh, we'll be talking about New Year's resolutions in a later episode, but if you have any, shoot them my way. This is obviously my New Year's resolution. I don't usually have them, but it's a fun time. Let me know if you're doing anything fun in 2021, anything that's happened, and let's get into it. So this first episode, we're going to talk about family newsletters. This came up during a week where we were having dinner. Once every two weeks, I have dinner with some friends from college. One of them is Lena. Lena, at some point during one of our calls, I could see her fridge, and we asked what was on her fridge, and she had a family newsletter. So her dad makes this family newsletter, sends it out. It's pretty cute, you know. So I was like, wild, why do you do that? What's going on? So I thought I would look into it. We've never sent a family newsletter. My parents and I don't do like Christmas cards or anything. We don't have a thing where we post out to the world, hey, this is how we're doing. We're in a bunch of family WhatsApp groups and like occasionally meet family when like I come home or like whenever we go visit. And that's when we talk about what's going on in life and all the updates. It's either that or like a family birthday call. That's usually when it happens also. If that's not happening, nobody gets updated on our lives. So don't really know what's going on in our family. From what I understand of a family newsletter, this kind of mitigates that. So a family newsletter is sent out, people say once a year. Some people do once a quarter from what I've seen online. And it's just a, a newsletter, two pages long, that you send out saying what your family is doing. So from what I've seen online, larger families, two to three to four kids, each person gets like a little section. You talk about their accomplishments or what's going on in their life, updates. They usually have a photo on there and then you just talk about it. So I just want you all to know when I was researching um, for this topic this week, there was not much on it. Like usually you can find history on things, maybe like, you know, sources to like cite 
Um, and when I was searching for family newsletters, I got like a lot of example family newsletters, especially through Pinterest. People really like posting their family newsletters on Pinterest. But when I was researching, I only found like one to two articles. One of them was a New York Times article, which I found quite surprising. But, you know, I guess family newsletters just aren't as much talked about. Honestly, I didn't even know they existed until Lena told me. But apparently this is a thing people have done. Some people have done it for like decades. It seems like a thing that's a tradition that you keep up and a good way to update people. I'll link the New York Times article in the podcast info. But it seems like people tend to like use a, a pretty typical template you could probably find in like a Microsoft Word or like any of those publisher things. Maybe it's an illustrator to just like section out things, talk about different members of the family or maybe things that are coming up. I saw one of them talked about a family reunion that was coming up. That must be very exciting. Maybe some fun facts. If you know a lot of your history, I don't know people who do, but you know, like maybe your great, 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 great grandfather who scared a horse into following him with a, an ice cream cone in his back. And he's the reason that law exists where you can't have an ice cream cone in your back pocket in that one state. You know, that might be a cool thing to talk about. But it definitely, from what I've seen, tends to be a one to two page article. And you keep in mind your format that you want to do and who is reading it. It's probably just other family members or people who you have close friendships with that you just want to keep up to date on things. There's a lot of writing. Like, there's a lot of articles on how to write a family newsletter. And a lot of them just kind of boil down to don't talk too much. There's this level apparently where people brag too much. I wish I knew what that was like because when I was trying to write my family newsletter for this, it was very hard to figure out what to write. So if anyone brags a lot, let me know what are the appropriate lines. I truly do not understand. So I was thinking my family doesn't do this. We just kind of message at the WhatsApp family group or we update people when they ask. What would happen if my family did a family newsletter? And truly, I think it would be non-monumental. I think it would be a good thing that my dad would like to keep. It seems like if you did this once a year, it'd be good to look back and be like, oh, I wonder when this big life event happened. This is when this happened. But uh, I truly can't think of much we would put in there. If you don't know me, I have one brother and a mom and dad. Uh, we don't have any pets. Uh, so that's our small nuclear family. This past year, I guess... If you like split it up, I was like trying to make a family newsletter for this. It did not go well. I don't really have a publishing application to use on my computer. So I actually tried to use an online version. There are a lot of templates in case you want to make your own family newsletter. I think it kind of falls in line with like larger flyers. That tends to be what it looks like. It was really easy to partition. I partitioned, sorry, I partitioned it into six places. So it was mom, dad, Neil, me, the family as a whole, and then looking forward to 2021. I think that was a pretty good way to split it up. It was very hard to think of things, especially because I am one person trying to remember everything that happened amongst the four of us, and I'm a very bad note taker. So I uh, would suggest, in case you're planning to do this, please take notes. It's very important. Uh, but we could like have a family photo of like mom, dad, me, my brother, um, my brother Neil graduated from college with his master's this year, so that's really awesome. My dad has gotten really big into working in the garden. It seems like it's really weird. I don't know what to say, really. You know, we didn't really do much this year. I guess I hit my one-year work anniversary, 
I'm just trying to think of what you would put in a family newsletter. Like, I can see when your kids are growing up, like, oh, you know, like my second oldest just graduated high school or finished the sixth grade. Like, those seem like good things to put on there. But I can't imagine other things you would put on there. Like, what what is a big enough accomplishment? If I were to, like, pick apples at an apple orchard and pick, like, the most apples they'd seen in a day, would that be something you'd put on a family newsletter? Like, is that newsworthy enough to tell the family? Or is it like, I had to like pick those apples and put them in a pumpkin pie. I'm sorry, not a pumpkin pie. How could you put apples in a, I guess you could put apples in a pumpkin pie, but that's not what I was thinking. But if you were like to take these apples and make them into an apple pie and take them to like the state fair pie contest and get like the best pie, is that something you would tell the family? I don't know. We don't really do sports in my family, so we can't tell people like, oh, we won the cricket game or we hiked the largest mountain or anything. But we typically take like a trip a year, so we could probably tell people about like, oh, this is a vacation we took. Or my parents sold one of their cars. Would this go on that? Would that would that go on this? I don't really know what would go on this. I think they also fixed some concrete issues in the house. Mom started knitting a cover for the TV. I started this podcast. No, that that definitely shouldn't go in this. That's weird. Oh, they got part of the house pressure washed. That's a pretty cool thing. Really, I don't know what goes into family newsletters. I'm going to be quite honest. I feel like a nice photo of us would go in, but I, I truly don't know besides like Neil graduating from college. What is like a thing you tell people? I would like to encourage everyone here to write a family newsletter. And when you figure out what's supposed to be on there, let me know. So I definitely will say, uh, if you're planning to make a family newsletter, either because I challenged you to just now or you're just interested, definitely take some time to think about what you want to share with people, what you think is important. I would also suggest this wasn't written anywhere, but maybe, you know, if you're only going to send one once a year, maybe jot down accomplishments throughout the year. Uh, Truly, when I was trying to think of things that happened this year, I know a lot has happened in my family and we've accomplished a lot, but I just couldn't think of anything. It was very hard to think of more than three things that happened. And my family, my nuclear family has four members, so I would presume there were a lot more things that happened. What do you talk about? What is an accomplishment? What happened this year? So the last thing I want to talk about is distribution of family newsletters. So obviously with Lena's, her dad sent out physical copies. That's pretty cool, actually. I think one helps the post office. But also uh, giving people a physical, tangible thing is not as frequent. Like you don't do it as frequently now as I guess we used to when we couldn't do things online. Obviously, every method I've talked about has been electronically making the newsletter, which I think is just objectively easier. You know, you don't want to have to go buy 150 prints of the same photos and glue stick them onto real paper or like make multiple copies of this one thing that you made. You want to, you know, digitally make it so you can print it on a regular printer and send it out. But you also have the ability, I guess, to just forward it along via email. I'm not really sure. I feel like getting a tangible physical one is kind of nice. However, just sending it via email saves trees and could be really useful. So I have a lot of family in India. I feel like if we did a family newsletter, we'd definitely do an electronic one and just send it via email or WhatsApp group. So I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. If you have any opinions on... But I do like to think about 
when you have to print them, in one of the articles I was reading, somebody was sending like 225 of them. Just having to print all of those and then, you know, hopefully print your envelopes, not like handwrite them, put stamps on all of them, send them out. That's very impressive, honestly. Also to have updated addresses for everybody, like, wow, I can't imagine having updated addresses for everybody I know. I can't even keep track of my own address, to be honest. Maybe I should just send them to random addresses. I actually never thought about that. What if you just sent them to random addresses? Just start sending family newsletters to everybody around you? I don't know how I would feel if I got a random person's family newsletter. Especially because I don't know anything about them. I'd probably still keep it. Especially if they took the time to print it. Like, come on, that's important, right? You spent money on that, I'll keep it. That's fine. I guess then you also get a pen pal because they have to put their from address. It'd be a nice way to get a pen pal. I'm kind of here for it. Somebody send me your family newsletter. I will read it. We can become pen pals. 100%. I'll set up an email just for this. Email me at 52bitpodcast at gmail.com with your family newsletters, and I will respond, not with my own family newsletter, but with questions. Uh, I just want to get to know your families, you know, tell you congrats on all of your accomplishments, but don't brag too much because apparently that's a problem. If anyone does send me their family newsletter, I'll be sure to talk about it in the next episode. So just keep that in mind. Or like, you know, whenever you get to it, maybe you'll do it quarterly. It's fine. I'm in no rush. You know, whenever you're ready, just send me your family newsletters and I will read them and hopefully one day be able to figure out what to put on mine. I guess Neil and dad started biking. That's really cool. Somebody let me know what you're putting on your family newsletter so I can figure out what to put on mine. Thank you in advance, by the way. Yeah, and as I said, I don't have an outro yet, but thank you all for listening to the first episode of the 52-Bit Podcast. As I said, we will have an episode once a week on Friday, so be sure to come back, check it out. Be sure to follow on whatever service you're listening to this on, uh, whether that be Spotify, Google Podcasts, Caster, Pocket Casts, whatever. And you can follow us on Twitter. We have a Twitter. It is at 52-Bit underscore podcast. It is very underwhelming right now, but I really like Twitter, so I will keep you guys up to date. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I hope to see you for the next 52 weeks. Have a wonderful day. And a happy new year, everybody! We have reached 2021. It's definitely going to be different than 2020, or at least I hope it will. Also, feel free to send me any suggestions of what you want to hear in the podcast at Twitter. You can DM me. Uh, anything you want to talk about, whether it's a main topic, a sidebar topic. Next week, we'll be talking about 2021 resolutions, so be sure to send those in. All right, have a lovely day, everybody. Thanks for listening to the 52-Bit Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at 52-Bit underscore podcast, or send me an email at 52-BitPodcast at gmail.com. This is my outro, and by that I mean I don't have one. Happy January 1st, 2021, everybody! Have a lovely day, and I will see you in a week.